thrill seekers do some crazy stuff. Some are things that most people would never even consider doing. I'm Lexi, and this is Delightfully Different. When I met my next guest, he told me all about his unique lifestyle. I told him it was something that I'd never considered doing, but if offered the chance, I'd have to say yes. A year later, he made the offer, and I did it. My name's Jeremiah, and I am a uh, bungee jumping person. A bungee jumping person. That's not even how you said you were going to say it. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm a human fisherman and I use a big, long bungee cord and I get to catch a fish. <laughs> so bungee jumping. First, explain exactly what bungee jumping is, because there's a lot of different jumping uh, activities that people can do. What is specifically bungee jumping? Uh, essentially, you're attaching a state series of rubber bands so it's not just one rubber band but uh for the purposes of describing it you you're attaching a rubber band to your body and attaching it to a fixed structure usually a bridge and then you jump off it for the for the shits kicks and giggles of jumping off it (laughs) and and when you say rubber band it's it's a cord it's a cord that's got some pull to it yeah, so essentially there's two, it's funny, a, a friend of mine actually sent me this video the other day um, and was like, is this for real? And I was like, yep, 100% real. So the 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 activity of bungee jumping was uh, taken from um, a tribe and I think it's Papua New Guinea uh, where the guys, like, they, they kind of make this fucking tower and then uh, tie vines to their ankles and then they dive off of the thing and there's like a steep embankment at the bottom and they dive off and the vines you know it's funny the vines do not prevent them from hitting the ground they still hit the fucking ground uh but they but yeah oh dude you could yeah google a video of it and it's like uh it's a rite of passage for you know to manhood for for men and um and then also it's like a sacrifice uh to the gods for a good harvest i don't know sacrifice some brain cells or whatever when you smack the dirt but it's literally they're they're bungee jumping off of a a big tower made of you know logs essentially with vines attached to their ankles and um but you do like the vines don't have any stretch but they do prevent you from just pile driving into the ground and just kind of just kind of swing and smack the ground Oh. It's very, yeah, dude, it's kind of barbaric, but, um, so nobody knows who, like nobody's credited necessarily for coming up with bungee jumping, but AJ Hackett, who's the famous Kiwi who has a bunch of sites all over New Zealand and he's got sites kind of all over the world at this point. Uh, my understanding is that he credits himself with coming up with bungee jumping and then coin and then calls himself the godfather of bungee jumping. Um, be, because he saw the New Guinea tribe doing this and was like, oh, well, we could do that with a rubber band, right? So now fast forward to now, obviously we don't use vines, but uh, the um, there's, two, there's two styles of bungee cord systems on the planet. There's what is called the Kiwi cord set, because that's what uh, all the Kiwis use. And it's essentially hundreds of strands of rubber wrapped with more rubber to make one rubber band, oh, right? And okay. so so anybody that's ever rock climbed or done anything, uh, you know, where your life's depending on gear, like you don't ever rely on just one piece of gear, right? You always, you want redundancy. 
And so if you've ever seen, um, if you've ever seen a YouTube video of a bungee cord breaking, it's that style. Uh, cause if that one cord, if that one thick grouping of rubber breaks, you've got no backup. There's, you know, you're, you're done. Um, there was, there was just a video that I saw on like NPR or something a couple weeks ago of a cord snapping in Thailand. And it was the same thing. That is that cord set where it's just one cord. So there's that cord set. And then there's the multi-cord set and the multi-cord set is what, you know, I threw you off a bridge with. That's what is like the industry standard today. And what it is, is you take hundreds of strands of rubber and then you wrap them with a braided nylon sheath, just like a climbing rope has that nylon sheath on the outside. So, and then each individual cord can hold 1500 pounds. The, the rubber can hold a thousand and then the sheath can hold 500. So each individual cord can hold 1500 pounds and you just group them together. And uh, you just keep adding cords and you can, you know, you can put 30 fucking cords together if you want to make one big, super thick ass cord. And um, the company that I used to work for in L.A. called Bungie America, like, you know, we bungee jumped a car for a car commercial. You bungee jump NFL linebackers like there is there is no weight limit. You just keep adding cords more and more and more and more cords. Um, but uh, the average person you know, you don't want to jump on 30 cords because that's just going to be like jumping on a static line with no stretch to it. Right. Okay. So, um, the, what we do or what we did at Bungie America is it's basically you, you know, you factor in like 45 pounds per cord. So, you know, somebody that's 90 pounds or lighter is going to jump on two cords. Right. So you're never jumping on just one cord. So 90 pounds or lighter, two cords. Well, that, that cord system can hold 3000 pounds worth of force and a, 80 pound person is not going to create that much force. Right. And then when you go from 90 pounds to 135, anybody in that range, you're jumping on three, anywhere from 135 to 180, you're jumping on four. Right. And you just keep getting bigger and, you know, adding more and more cords. And, uh, and then there's two types of cords. One that uh, my old boss makes called thunder cord and that stuff triples its length. And then, uh, and then another one that people use, um, is called mil spec and that doubles its length. And, um, mil spec was designed to catch aircraft on an aircraft carrier. So like when you see a jet land on an aircraft carrier, that little cord that it hooks and it just, you know, and it kind of like stops the jet. Okay. That's what mil, that's what mil spec was designed for. So, but then, you know, bungee jumping people, uh, have found like, oh, you know, we can we could use that so essentially that's what it is uh across the board there's two ways to uh um bungee jump either a single cord which is not a good idea or multiple cords which is a very good idea <laughs> and um or in peru dude i just jumped off their fucking bungee their bungee jumping site in cusco and they make their own cord they do and, uh yeah, dude. And I was like, okay, yep, checks out. It looks honestly, it honestly, it looked not, not terrible, but it was, <clears throat> it was actually, they put a, like a flat piece of webbing, like rock climbing webbing, right? So they put a flat piece of webbing uh, and then wrap that with a shit ton of rubber. So it's still just one rubber band, okay. right? But then it has webbing in the center, which is a static, you know, thing. 
Um, so it's kind of like a backup. So, you know, if I had my choice to jump on something that didn't have that piece of webbing versus something that did, oh yeah, hell yeah, jump on the thing with the webbing. <laughs> but um, it was, because uh, I have jumped in New Zealand a handful of places and it's very cushy. That's that's a very cushy ride. And um, the uh, the one in, in Peru, not so cushy because you kind of, you know, you stretch it out and you hit that bang at the end like the, you know, the full extension and it's kind of a little, you know, jostling. It's not, but as, you don't bounce back. And exactly. Up and okay. Yeah. It's not as, it's not as smooth, uh, but it's safer, you know, but, uh, and you know, and you'd like, unless you jump hundreds and hundreds of times like I have, then you don't really notice the difference between any of the cords. You know, you're just like, your body is like, what the fuck's going on anyway. So do you know how many times exactly that you've jumped? One million no, I, I feel I like don't. it is a million. <laughs> no, no. It's enough that it's you've lost count. Yeah, it's probably it's probably around a thousand. Yeah, somewhere when around a thousand. When was the very first time that you did it? Like, where were you? <laughs> what made you do nice. it the first time? Yeah, dude. So, so all all of my friends that I've like thrown off of bridges, you know, where the legality is in the gray area, right? It's not legal, not illegal, whatever. I always tell them how jealous I am of their first time bungee jumping because I was like, you got an epic story, man. Like you, for instance. You have, a epic, fucking, yeah. you have a way more way more epic story than me. Dude, mine was in a car dealership parking lot in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh. Right off the right right off the side of the, the 25 freeway, I-25. And it was like they just set up a crane uh to drum up business, you know. So they just jumped out of a crane basket from like 120 feet or something above the pavement in a fucking parking lot. And for like, yeah, totally. Yeah. No, it was like, you know, it was, it was set up as almost like it'd be the same thing as bringing like a carnival ride to your car dealership parking lot. Okay. And it, and it, you know, and it just, and it attracted business and it attracted me and my brother and we went over there and did it. And yeah, it, it was, it was definitely less than epic and it was, it was still scary as fuck though. And I totally I closed. Yeah, I closed my eyes because it was like my brother went first, you know, and he jumped right away. And then it was my turn. And I was just like, holy shit, I don't think I can do this. But I'm like, well, my brother just did it. So I better just fucking man up and do it. So I closed my eyes and and screamed and jumped. And uh, and then I was like, wow, that was a lot of fun. And then and then I moved to Los Angeles and, um, you know, and one of the good things about big cities is you can do any, any damn thing you want. There's, you know, there's every good musician goes to LA. There's all kinds of shit to do. And, um, my brother was actually, I can't remember if he had moved there already. Yeah, no. Yeah. He had moved there. So we were both living there and I was like, I wonder if we can bungee jump here. And I looked up and sure enough, there's a bungee company, you know, and I come to find it's only, you know, one of, like maybe five in the whole country, you know, like it's not very common, but, um, so we went out, bungee jumped off the bridge of nowhere in LA or outside LA. And on the hike out, I was literally like, fuck, man, I want to do this again, but I don't want to pay for it. Like, how do I, how do I make that happen? And, uh, the dude, uh, Alex, who was the bungee jumping instructor that day, I talked to him on the hike out cause it's a, it's a five mile hike into this Canyon to get to the bridge. And so on the hike out, I was just like, dude, how'd you get this job? And like, uh, how could I get this job? And he was like, he's like, well, you know, what kind of, what kind of stuff do you like to do? 
And I was like, well, you know, I'm a mountain biker and I rock climb and I, and he's like, oh, stop right there. man." he's like, if you're a rock climber, dude, that's, that's, this is all the same shit. You saw the setup and it is. And I was like, cool. So, you know, I called up the boss and, uh, he was like, yeah, man, come, you know, come out and, uh, you can, uh, work for free for like three weekends, like training. And I was like, but I get to jump. Right. And he's like, oh yeah, you always get to jump. And, and literally I'm not, in my head, I was like, you don't even need to pay me, bro. I just want to jump. You know, and then of course, you know, I get paid. Um, but yeah, then I started working for him and I was, you know, fucking five and a half years before I left LA. So I was out there like pretty much every weekend for almost six years. And, uh, and then we did a lot of, uh, stunts and stunt rigging and shit like that for the uh, TV and film industry. So. And you were in a commercial. Yeah. Didn't do I remember you telling me you were in a commercial bungee jumping? Yeah, I've been a ha- I've been in like a handful of commercials, bungee jumping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for like yeah. and stuff. <laughs> for well, no that that one that one was after my time. Um, but it was kind of it was kind of interesting. It was I think it was a Ford, like one of the little Ford, tiny the little Ford. I don't know if it's not Fiat is a different thing, like Ford Fiesta or some shit. Like one of those little cars. Yeah. And it was something some sort of a uh, ad campaign where if you clicked like or something like that on their website the car would inch forward inch forward inch forward and they had it set up on a whole bunch of uh uh, crates in long beach like in the dock or in the harbor and and it was like you know it was like live stream thing and eventually the thing just rolled off the dock and bungee jumped and it was hooked up to the cords already um But, uh, no, I did like, like ones that I personally did the jumps for. There was one that was like a Sony PlayStation one. Um, we did, a f- we did quite a few Jack in the box ones, but Ron would usually do that jump just cause it was funny. You got to wear the Jack in the box hat or, you know, fucking hood thing. Uh, and then, um, for, uh, Jackass, one of the Jackass movies, there's a reverse bungee where, uh, Steve-O is in a outhouse. Yeah, he's in an outhouse and they hook it up and it's a reverse bungee. We did that one. That was actually after I had left L.A. But um, yeah, I mean, it's Los Angeles. Any any anything, dude, anything since the early 90s when Ron opened his company, anything in Los Angeles that has anything to do with bungee jumping, like, you know, guaranteed he rigged it. What you were doing there was legal, obviously. The, it was oh, yeah. The industry yeah. And you were working for a company. But this isn't necessarily a thing that's legal everywhere. And when you and I went, you took me by yeah. jumping in 2021. And we jumped off the Maladgord Bridge in Idaho. And it was explained to me by you that this isn't necessarily illegal, but it's also not necessarily legal. What are the legalities yeah. in the United States to do this? Like, you can't just go, go up uh, to the top of a building and jump off it. Right. So, uh, um, yeah, so I have no association. I have no association <laughs> with Bunchy America after I left because Rod would fucking be pissed. But, um, uh, yeah, no, it's that, that's the thing. So is, and, and believe me when I say I've dealt with, I've dealt with, uh, law enforcement, probably 60 to 70% of the jumps that I've done. Um, you know, ideally you'd rather not deal with them. So you try to get in, get out, get on with your day, you know, whatever. Um, but in Idaho, for instance, uh, because of, uh, twin falls and the Perrine, um, bridge, um, it's like, it's basically accepted. 
Um, one of my buddies that has a company there, um, Eric Lyman is his name. And he's been in the game for freaking, I think, just as long as Ron. He's been in the game for 20-plus years. Uh, back in the day, the town of Twin Falls was, like, you know, arresting people left and right for base jumping or bungee jumping off of that bridge, off of the uh, Perrine Bridge. And according to Eric, like, literally, the cops would come on and they'd, like, tell him to get off. And they'd be, and he'd just be, like, politely, like, That's cool, you know, we'll, we'll get off, but we'll be back later today. And they're like, no, you can't come back. And he's like, yeah, we can. And then and they, they, essentially the law enforcement just got frustrated and they had a town meeting and said, why are we, like, turning, uh, you know, turning our head at all this revenue? Like, yeah, there had been accidents with base jumpers and people had died, but nobody's, like, nobody sued the town right it's it's one of these activities where you know you know the consequences of mistakes and it's your fault nobody else's and so the town of twin falls was like fuck it let's just welcome this with open arms and so that's why um twin falls became the base jumping capital of uh, of the nation because they have this beautiful bridge and they allow people to base jump off all day long anytime like totally cool and so then people come from all over the world, you know, that's the spot to go. Well, when it comes to bungee jumping, they actually don't allow bungee jumping off of the Perrine Bridge except for one day a year, and they call it Bridge Day. And the reason there, and it makes sense, is that, you know, the base jumpers, you know, it, it doesn't really work if somebody's bungee gear is hanging from the bridge and then somebody else wants to base jump, right? And then maybe they get tangled in their shit. Right. So, um, uh, however... Uh, the loophole is that you're not allowed to anchor anything to the the bridge. And the loophole in that is Eric actually has bungee jumped off of that before by taking his uh, anchor straps, his crane lifting straps, and just wrapping them around the, the railing and then anchoring them to a big dude. So you call that a meat anchor, what? making a meat anchor. And it's actually, if you once you loop it around the railing a few times, it's totally fine but he said they had a he, he had a cop come up literally walk onto the bridge say a word he walked onto the bridge and he looked at the setup and then he just looked at eric and he's like nice loophole then he just walked off and he didn't do shit because that was the loophole join us today during the jeep celebration event right now get 20 percent below msrp for an average of 15,178 under msrp on the purchase of a 2023 jeep grand cherokee overland 4xe or summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. I'm Lexi, and this is Delightfully Different. I'm talking with Jeremiah, a bungee jumper. Actually, I've jumped, I've jumped bridges now in eight. So, yeah, New Mexico, Colorado, uh, California, California, um, Idaho, Alaska. Am I missing one? Six or seven. 
yeah, something like that. There's not a single state. There's not a single state in the nation that has anything on their citation books that say no bungee jumping. Right. Gotcha. There's nothing. It's not, it's not a common thing. It's definitely not a common thing, you know, and it's not, it sure as hell is not common enough to have something on your books. <laughs> so no, it is not, it is not uh, uh, necessarily illegal. Where they can get you is one citation in all my years of what we call pirate jumping or rogue bungee jumping, right? Where I'm not working with a company. So ever since I left LA, uh, I got one citation and I was up here in Alaska and we got a $60 fucking citation, each of us. And uh, the citation says pedestrians must obey pedestrian and traffic signs and uh, basically jaywalking. So the guy gave us a fucking ticket for jaywalking. And, um, and then in the subtext, it said bungee jumping. So it was like, you know, we got a jaywalking ticket and then it said bungee jumping. And the only reason we got that is that that, that fucking dude, uh, Joel something rather, uh, just was like a huge dick and he was known for being a huge dick. And he was trying to, and I found this out from friends that lived in the area that lived in Healy, which is where this happened. The dude was like trying to climb the hierarchy of trooper dumb trooperism uh, by handing out the most citations. And that summer it was like mid June and he already had the most citations handed out in the state of Alaska as a trooper. And he's in, and he's in the middle of nowhere. And, and that's when we found out that it was like, Oh dude, like don't even give that guy the chance to give you, he'll give you a citation for anything that he can. Cause he's trying to like climb the ranks and it's like, cool. But I mean, I had some friends. This is the perfect story to explain how much people really don't give a shit about bungee jumping. I had some friends try to bungee jump the Golden Gate Bridge. And um, this was like just after 9-11. And part of, part of his crew, they'd never done an illegal jump. So they were kind of like overwhelmed and excited in the moment. And they weren't like focused and moving quickly. And they didn't, uh, they didn't get set up very quickly. And they didn't even get a jump off before all of a sudden fucking coast guard uh san francisco pd and fbi all converged on the bridge right so they all got arrested right and um while they're standing there in their handcuffs an fbi agent comes up to my buddy and like he's like hey man you know let me know if you're ever planning one of these again i'd love to like you know be a part and he hands him his card and it was he was an <laughs> fbi agent he literally slips my buddy in the car and my buddy's thinking like, well, cool. Can you help me out of these fucking handcuffs right now? <laughs> and then, uh, then they got to go to court and they go to court a little while, you know, a month later or whatever. And the judge like looks at the case and just like, you know, like chuckles and like shakes his head basically and just gives them like, gives each of them like 20 hours community service. And that was it. <laughs> right. And that was the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. Um, and lots of people are can see you there. It's not like it's a yeah. secret private place. Right. And then, you know, and then my only real run in that ended with anything was I got a $60 citation because you happen to, you know, I happen to have a trooper that was an asshole. But I've had cops come up and I mean, I've had like it literally depends on how you handle it and then and what sort of a mood they're in, because they can't just right away write you a ticket for bungee jumping because that's there's 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 there is no you know citation number there, there that's you they got it they got to say you did something else wrong usually what happens and this is what my buddy eric told me is like you know if you're a dick and you and they just say hey get off the bridge 
and then either you don't or you argue or whatever, then they can be like, oh, you're disobeying an order from a law officer, you know, or whatever. Um, but generally speaking, um, they don't care. In Idaho, oh, that's what I was going to say, dude. So in Idaho, it's pretty much kind of like, okay. You know, like I've jumped uh, a bridge outside of Boise and, you know, I've had cops come on almost every single time that I've gone there. And like, they'll come on and they'll, you know, sometimes they'll check everybody's ID just to make sure there's no like warrants out or whatever. Um, and then I had a, I had a guy come on on his motorcycle and then like walk up and we all went to get our IDs and he's like, Oh man, no, I just want to watch, you know? And then he just like hung out and then we watched one of the GoPro clips later on. And I was, I was the one jumping and I had the GoPro on and I was looking at him. And, the, and you could see all of a sudden the dude notices that I'm looking at him and he's on tape and he like covers his name badge and like scoots out of the fucking frame, you know, <laughs> but generally, generally speaking, no, like people do not, you know, they do not care. It's, it's all a matter of, uh, you know, how, how do you handle it? How do you handle yourself when the, you know, when law enforcement decides to talk to you? Which is also why I always tell people, I was like, look, if we do have to talk to somebody, nobody says shit. I was like, I am the only one that talks to them because I've, you know, I've been there, done that and know what to say. Yeah, that's what you told me on the way up there when we went, uh, when we were driving to the Maladgore Bridge, you were like, the, the police might come. And if they do, just be cool. Don't say anything. I'll do all the talking. And then while we were there. We got up there early before anybody was there and we all went and did our jump. And then before I knew it, there were tourists because we were in a state park <laughs> and all yeah. the tourists started stopping and asking me questions about what was going on. Oh, yeah. Filming. And there was the highway right behind us. And I saw cops go by. They did. I was like, they did not stop. Nobody cared. And we were out there for yeah. like eight hours or so. Uh, well, you guys jumped over and over again. I only did it once. It was overwhelming. When I when I was getting ready to jump and I obviously had never done it before. First of all, you went first. You you set up the bungee jump, the cords. You did a whole bunch of math the day before. You did measurements and you knew exactly what to do. And then you insisted on going first. And why is that? Oh, because, I mean, if anybody's going to die, it should probably be me. You know? oh, who knows what's going <laughs> to <laughs> No. So, yeah. So people are all like, what people don't understand with bungee jumping, right, is it's not like like you can't adjust the length of your cords right like you 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 make a set of cords or you have somebody make the set you know who makes it but you can't extend them or or you can't shorten them or lengthen them you know if you have a couple sets you know so i've got i've got a set that's uh that doubles its length and it's 70 feet long so and the, you know people are always like well how do you know what they're gonna do it's like you know how they behave like that's that's really what it is you know how they behave so that 70 feet is going to become 140 feet because it doubles its length and then i have a short set of cords that's 25 feet but it triples its length so it's going to become 75 feet so you just know that that's what's going to happen so where your measurements are important is as long as long as whatever you're jumping off of is more than 140 feet you know then you're good but if it's like you know if it's like oh this thing is 145 feet like well you might want to really you know, you might want to check that because that could, you know, you could be getting, you could be grazing the ground. So you're basically but, um, the human tester. Well, no. So the reason that I always want to jump uh, first is I want to, you know, like with, with ours, I wanted to see where the, where my recoil bounce went. 
that's kind of the main the main thing is the you know to back see up, not the going down uh well it's the whole thing you know, it's, <laughs> yeah it's 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 the whole thing uh just to see to see where the swing goes to see how high you come back up you know uh those those factors and um the first time you do the first time you ever jump a bridge to like you you know you don't know those things yet and so um i i know that i can jump off and do like just a very calm back dive so jumping off back to earth belly to sky so then at the bottom that's the exact position i'm in and i'm also looking at a bunch of different spots to be like okay you know and because uh, what what you're trying to what you're trying to establish is where is my you know pocket of safe my safe safe air pocket right and uh, and how big is it you know and and what you want is you want a gigantic big safe air pocket um, where like no you you could jump in any damn direction and you're not going to hit anything right where some some uh, bridges like for instance if you got an arch. Right. And you're, you're jumping. If you don't jump straight out from an arch so that you kind of create a nice swing underneath, right. That's your air, safe air pocket. But if you don't jump your first jump at a diagonal, the first recoil bounce is going to send you back the opposite direction of the diagonal, which is the, one of the sides of the arch, one of the supports. So some bridges, um, yes, yeah, some bridges, it's very important to jump at a specific direction. Um, the one that we jumped, the Millard Gorge. No, that's that. That was just a like a flat bridge. You know, you you could jump in any fucking direction, no problem. There's one up here that I jumped uh, last spring in Alaska that I'm very proud of because I, I can, you know, I can almost without a doubt say nobody's ever jumped that thing because it's it's short. It's only a 92 foot tall bridge, and then the canyon that it's in is like super fucking narrow. Like we're talking, you have a I don't know, maybe like a 30 foot wide air safety air pocket on your initial bounce. So yeah, it's very, very important that you jump in a specific direction. Your first jump, your, your, your first push. So that your first, um, uh, drop and your full extension is in that nice safety air. But the, the, the cool thing, like, you know, when people do rope swings, right? Like rope swings are fun and all, but you're in the danger zone. If you're trying to avoid stuff in a Canyon, you're in the danger zone the entire time because you're, you're there where with a bungee jump, every bounce you're coming out, out, out of the danger zone. Cause you're recoiling back out. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Kind of. When it came my turn <clears throat> to jump off of that bridge, <clears throat> you wanted me to go as quickly as possible. I wanted to soak it in, <laughs> but you had a specific reason for wanting me to go quickly. And number one, it was, just in case the police show up, you wanted me to get a jump in. <laughs> and then what was the second reason? Uh, cause it's easy. It's easy to balk. It's easy to, um, you know, like, uh, let your, let that interfere bug win and take over. And so, you know, in, in all my years of throwing people off bridges, uh, I've developed what me and my buddies, you do it. We call our bag of Jedi mind tricks. So I've got a pretty big bag of Jedi mind tricks at this point. And, you know, everybody, you know, every, not everybody needs the same Jedi mind trick, you know, some, somebody might need me to just whisper in the ear, like, bro, stop being a bitch. Your friends are going to laugh at you. Just fucking close your eyes and go, you know, and then they go or whatever. <laughs> um, or, you know, they just, you know, a, a lot of times what I do is I get in their brain and do the thinking for them. 
Because the moment you, as you experience, the moment you climb over the railing or whatever, and now the the reality of the situation hits you yeah. full on, you, your brain just shuts down and you're like, I don't know my name or date of birth or where I am. You know, like you just, whoop, you just kind of go blank. Your natural and, instinct um, is saying, get the hell back over. What are you doing? Get over. What, climb yeah. back over. Yeah, yeah. Over yeah. and over again, and, everything inside. <laughs> and 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 the longer essentially the longer you hang out in that position, yeah, the longer you're going to uh the longer you're going to um freeze and the and the more you're gonna freeze. And so again, from seeing from throwing tons of people off bridges, I can I can just I can see it in somebody's eyes and body language, like damn near instantly, like, oh okay. This person, the the longer they stand here, the worse it's going to get for them. So let's just do it. I'm doing. And so, so what I what I tell people is I just you know a lot of times it's just nope, yep, just listen to me. You're going to look there, and then here we go. And then and then people always ask me like, well, I don't want the countdown, you know? And they're like, yeah, you do, All right? Because <laughs> the countdown, and I always tell people it's not a countdown from ten because that's too long. That takes too long. You know, you could you could. You could have like 50 different thoughts in that 10 seconds, but you don't count down from three because that's too short, but you count down from five because five is long enough for the person to go, well, wait, 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 I don't know. I'll go. Well, okay. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> like it gives you, it gives you just enough time to say no. Yes. No. Okay. Maybe. All right. Okay. And then they go. So Jeremiah, we've only got five minutes left. And so I got a couple a couple of last questions to ask you when, when I went that bungee jumping that day, it was uh, emotionally overwhelming. Like uh, I've never felt anything like that in my entire life. That fear uh, looking down, the whole thing was just um, incredible. The feeling was incredible for me. Do you still get that feeling when you jump after, uh, after a thousand times? Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> that is. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the, most asked question is like, you know, does it still scare the shit out of you? And I'm like, yes, 150%. That's the whole reason I still do it because <laughs> it's, it's still scary. It's just that now, like I come up with creative ways to throw myself off the bridge. Like people think that flips and stuff are scary. It's like, no, nah, I mean, they're, they're fun, but you don't see anything, you know? So now we, we, you know, my favorite thing that we recently came up with is combining a rope swing into a bungee jump. So you're attached to a, a rope uh, with a, a belay device or the rappel device and you do a rope swing and then just rappel off the end of the rope and you're also attached to the bungee cord. So it's a rope swing into a bungee. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to trick your brain, you know, and uh, um, do like do things that your brain is used to doing. Like one of the best ones we call it over the fence where you hop over the rail if you're jumping over a rail. Cause your body is expecting that you're going to, your feet are going to hit the ground. So when you hop over and then your feet don't hit anything but air, your brain is just like, what the hell just happened? But yeah, no, it's, it's uh budgie jumping is probably one of the most uh, cleansing things you can do for your mental state. Cause it, uh, it sends a bunch of natural endorphins through your body and you just feel, you feel cleansed. You, you know, it's, it's, it's a rush. And, uh, 
I've never had anybody be like, damn, I really wish I didn't do that. Like never. Everybody's <laughs> I, I've definitely had people like, I will never fucking do that again. Like, but I'm really glad I did. Yeah, you <laughs> Exactly. Right. I didn't want to do it again, but I loved that I did it and I loved that I got to experience it. I understand why you want to do it, but I don't want to do it over and over again. It's I mean, you know, I always tell people, I was like, dude, if I could just bungee jump every morning rather than drink coffee, like I would, you know, like it, <laughs> it wakes you up the whole rest of that day. You're just like, oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's good for your state of mind. Yeah. Do you consider yourself an adrenaline junkie? Because you do a lot of stuff other than oh, bungee jumping. Oh, for sure. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, 100 percent. Bungee jumping, the one that gives you the biggest rush, though. 100 percent. Yep. Yeah, because because it's a different kind of a it's a different kind of rush. Like you're not worried about safety with bungee jumping, right? Like, yeah, you're you're you you. There's rigging involved, and it's very simple rigging. It's almost too simple, is what I always tell people. So you got to really, you know, you really cross your eyes and dot your T's and whatever, and get it super dialed. But once everything's hooked up, it's. I mean, it's as safe as can be. It's out of all the ground rush sports, it's the safest by far. Um, it's just that a bunch of dipshits in the eighties made their own homemade cords and a bunch and, and had no idea how long they would stretch. So then a bunch of people died and then bungee jumping got a bad stigma and people think it's unsafe. And it's like, no, it's actually way safer than skydiving. Talk to any skydiver or base jumper. If they bungee jumped, most of them will agree that bungee jumping is scarier. All of my friends that are base all you jumpers guys told me that every one of you guys, that yeah. did all of the things told me that this is the scariest one. And you couldn't believe it was the first one of all the things that I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cause you're closer to the ground. Like you, you, you get way closer to the ground. Yeah. And, um, and, and then it's not just the initial drop. Then it's the first recoil bounce. You're out of control and then you get another drop and then another recoil bounce. You're out of control. But you know, the whole thing is done in under a minute. It's all <laughs> over and done with in under a minute, but, you know, and you're safe the entire time. And with a base jump or a skydive or anything, you know, once you pull your parachute, now the real excitement begins because now you got to land yourself without breaking your legs, right? <laughs> Where with a bungee, with a bungee jump, if you set everything upright, you're fine. You're not going to hit shit. Like you are totally fine. Well, it was probably the biggest thrill of my life, and I appreciate you taking me along to do that. It was a, uh, it's a story that uh, I tell Hell everyone. Hell yeah. And thank you for uh, letting me interview you about bungee jumping today. Yeah, thanks. It might sound crazy, but Jeremiah's right. Bungee jumping is significantly safer than a lot of other extreme activities and some mundane everyday activities. You have a 1 in 500,000 chance of dying from bungee jumping. Hang gliders have a 1 in 560 chance. Driving is 1 in 5,494 and biking is 1 in 140,000. Most people want to know, how do you get back up after a jump? Well, it's usually manpower. I hung there until the crew pulled me back up. Jeremiah told me that he's tried a few other ways. One was using a winch. He said it was less strenuous, but took longer than using manpower. And he used a hanging rope ladder, which he said was actually pretty hard to climb after a jump, and that manpower still works the best. Thanks for joining me this week on Delightfully Different. Coming up next week, I'll talk to someone who studies psychedelic therapy retreats in Peru. Yes, I mean tripping. If you or someone you know lives life differently, email me, Lexi on the radio at gmail.com. That's L-E-X-I on the radio at gmail.com or go to delightfullydifferentpodcast.com and have a delightful week. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.